So, Chuck, what do you think about your D&D character? Needing I to, don't think about my D&D character at all. <laughs> Let's think about it right now. If you, okay. Wait, if Chuck's D&D character was going to go on a heist, was yeah. going to pull off a heist? Needs needs a crew to pull wait, off why, a heist. Wait, why do I have to be a thief? You're, you've chosen the class of rogue. This conversation has already <laughs> taken place, so it kind of just goes with the territory. Right, right. But I thought rogue, like, maybe did rogue good things. Sure. Well, you know, you're you're stealing it from the corrupt government okay. that has yeah. stolen it from your indigenous people. So I'm stealing from America? Awesome. You're stealing from Elf America. Stealing, okay. stealing is always okay. good and never illegal. So now I'm thinking about it. All right. And I approve. I'm glad. I'm glad we can come to a consensus <laughs> okay. on this. I'll shoot you the heist details later. <laughs> Thank God. Wait, you guys, this is this is code, right? You guys are doing like no, this know, is Chuck. If you were in a video game, how what would you think about all getting I, in on this heist with me? <laughs> all I know is he's asking me questions and I'm answering them. <laughs> That's why they banned D and D in prisons. Oh because yeah, because they say like you can secretly just be like we're playing D and D, but really you're like planning a planning prison heist, escape, yeah. and you're like, no, we're imprisoned by the drow. That's just that's just how it is in D and D. Sometimes you just get imprisoned, and the prison layout. There's only so many ways right, to lay yeah. out a prison. Like <laughs> they start rolling twenty-sided why, why dice before. Your, why do you all of your NPC names like match up with various prison guards <laughs> who are stationed at these different places all the time? Oh, that's Jarek, not Derek. <laughs> it's a completely different Drow prison guard. Any resemblance to real life right. is purely coincidental. Well, we on put a disclaimer hand, on On the other hand, you would think from the prison administration, uh, they would be happy with you being able to do that because it would also let them figure out like where you're keeping your like your bag of holding. Right? <laughs> like, I put my bag of holding behind my bunk and they're yeah. like, well, I, I listen to their like live stream podcast of their RPG. I guess we get, better go check behind this bunk. Oh, look at all the shit that we found. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, the metagaming, you can only keep it up for so long before you start to make mistakes. You know, <laughs> right. it's it's the only way to not pull off a prison heist right. by by D&Ding it out in the open. <laughs> so as long as you're rolling 20 side to die, you're okay. But yeah, there was a story of this dude in jail who he had to make his own dice because they kept confiscating his dice as gambling. And so he had to make his own dice by like wetting down layers of toilet paper to make oh, like man, different shapes yeah. or whatever. Why didn't they just take those? Well, I'm just saying, once they keep taking your real dice, you toilet. just have to keep making the yeah, toilet sure. paper dice. And oh, then when the toilet paper yeah. dice get complicated, you're just like, oh, yeah, totally. good thing I have a couple backup sets oh, of toilet man, paper you know, dice and, by this and time. And what's, what's even better about that is, like, when you're losing your gambling games, so you're absolutely running in prison with your dice, you know? <laughs> no, you, it's you, just for D&D, bro. You just make some more dice that are weighted the way you want them to go. And you're like, sorry, guys, those old ones these, got... These are got the only dice that we got. Are you <laughs> right. in or out? <laughs> Liquid Flannel Podcast from the Omaha Brendome in Omaha, Nebraska. I am Matthew Hodges, joined by my comrade and also the commissioner of the Liquid Flannel League, Brendan Williams. Brendan, commish, how's it going? You've turned into a very special episode, the first annual <laughs> Liquid Flannel <laughs> Fantasy Football League. It's a live play a fantasy live football yeah, podcast. <laughs> I didn't bring joined, my cheat sheets. Nobody told me this. Joined also our team manager, running production, sound production for us tonight, of course, is our old friend, Chuck Williams. Chuck, how's uh, special teams looking this year? <laughs> They're looking good. You know, we're thinking about picking up uh, that uh, Damon Sheehy Giuseppe, you know. So <laughs> the Browns just clipped him, you know. You know what's Rest funny is, like, I, I literally don't know anything about what special teams means. It's just a <laughs> thing that you say to sports people. No, and like how are those special teams looking? They're like, oh, this guy knows what he's talking about. No, he's because if you it. said that, to, <laughs> if you said that to someone playing like volleyball, they would be like, what <laughs> right, the fuck right. is okay for football. For football okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, you have <laughs> offense and you have defense, okay. and then you have things that yeah. are 
nebulous. How'd that, how'd that baseball? Gonna... How'd that baseball game go? Did special teams do good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they kicked it out of the park. That's, and that's joining why us... you say baseball is the sport <laughs> of the left. And joining us as a free agent tonight, we have our friend Andrew back in the studio. What's up, Andrew? Hey, what's up? I'm gonna try real hard not like to use your year. Last name. Yeah, no. yeah. I think uh, the last time you were on was uh, one of our Spooktober episodes last year. Yeah, yeah. If the last name slips, it's fine. I think it's minimal risk. Okay. However, all right. But I am being hunted. The thing is, he's yeah, he's under a gag order right now because of the uh, <laughs> Jacob Wall indictment, uh, yes. which he has. Oh, he is, he's is, suffering uh, from Walliosis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's that's got he's got special information about uh, Jacob Wall's uh, yeah. securities. See, that's that's what's depressing about the Jacob Wall thing is that he's not getting arrested for like openly trying to get somebody like fired for sexual harassment. This is like. Security shit that he did like fucking three years ago, which is the only reason they're doing it now because the uh, statute of limitations is about to run out. (laughs) (laughs) Ten times worse things. Yeah. Since then. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Trying to create fake markets, basically. But this is uh, just selling securities illegally, which (laughs) ridiculous. I mean, he fucked Laura Loomer. That should be indictable. Wait, how do you know that? He did what? Well, I mean. Well, they dated for quite some time. I mean, gosh, if he did not seal the deal. Also, how did you know that? Yeah, Yeah. I've never. (laughs) Uh, They went up to to Minneapolis together and tried to say that, like, uh, like Minneapolis, St. Paul had, like, no-go zones in it. They were trying to pull like an Andy No, except yeah. like in so fucking right. But d- okay, I'm not making the jump, here, I, Andrew. But right. you know, are you willing to put your reputation on that, <laughs> that thing? One hundred percent. You got to go all in on. Yeah, this. you. What a piece of garbage. Yes. Well, you know, the is good he news the worst? Is- no. 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 <laughs> One, Not even close. No. He's, too, he's too funny and too inept to be the worst. I mean, well, obviously. That's his, true. His father has to be worse than him, and his father's not the worst. So, right. I love how he just vicariously tweets through his dad or whatever. It's amazing. It's like the gravel teens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. His dad's going to run for Congress or whatever. Right. He's like the Cyrano de Bergerac no, 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 of no, no. the alt-right. Is anybody sure that Jacob Wall's dad actually exists? Or is this I mean, just <laughs> another, another character? One of his, yeah, another one of his dad's a sock puppet. puppet. One of his <laughs> no, he does exist. We're, um, all getting, we're all getting catfished by David exist. Wall right now. They do exist. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because his Twitter profile is like, uh, it says, uh, trial attorney, conservative commentator, campaign surrogate for president at real Donald Trump, proud father of, of Ad Jacob Wall. Right. Deleted. Yeah, you, the, the, you click on it. And proud father of you're trying to redacted. <laughs> the account this man is so proud of has been suspended. It literally, it literally says that. <laughs> Also, can pretty much anybody who's on Twitter, you know, kind of terminally like that just claim to be, you know, if you're part of like hashtag MAGA Twitter, can you just say like, I'm a Donald Trump surrogate? Like, are they ever going to like claim you or I think if he does, you? if he does like one retweet, then you're, you're gold. Right. Yeah. You can then just like all those I'm, accounts I'm, where it's like white genocide is real. Like, all those wrong. accounts are like, me wrong. Look at this. 100% yeah. official Donald Trump We'd surrogate. We'd have to look, but there, there is like, there's a 0% chance that Jacob Wall's dad has not appeared at some point on like Fox News oh, or like Hannity's radio show or something like that. I mean, so there's like, so many at that options point, now. You pretty much are a surrogate. Pretty sure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. It. We should do it. We should start booking gigs as like Trump, yeah. Trump surrogate or whatever. <laughs> and just be like, well, I used to like Trump, but he's been fucking up lately, so right. uh, I'm I'm off the train. Jumping that's, off the train. I mean, that's that's the fucking that's that's the ultimate um, like extremely online leftist goal, right? Is to like successfully prank a bunch of conservatives into <laughs> thinking that you're one of them and then just turning the tables on them. So, like, if we built up, like, a Twitter account that was, like, um, you know, like, liquid patriotism, <laughs> you know, and we start just doing, like, hashtag MAGA, like, thank you, sir, for your service, like, at every, like, we follow back, like, we could easily get, like, 50,000 followers, I swear to God, by, like, next week. We oh, could all, do all the bot followers. You know? And then, yeah. when Fox News reaches out, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll come on and talk about, like, how we, how, how we use, like, a podcast to, like, build up all this pro-Trump sentiment, and then you go on and you're just like, Bernie's going to be president. You know, it was like right before they cut off the live. Somehow feed. I don't think they're, you're going to make it to air. <laughs> not going to make it through the pre-interview. I'm actually unsure how that hasn't happened because they're desperate for experts. Yeah. So totally. agree with them that they can create well, some narrative. Of, of. Speaking of fucking uh, <laughs> Harry Cherry apparently is now like good. <laughs> 
Harry? Uh, Harry? No, no, no. Harry Cherry. He's made the turn. Yeah, Harry Cherry made the turn. Harry Cherry, the guy who everybody was making fun of a couple of weeks ago, like, is that really your name? Because he was like pro-Zionist, uh, Republican, like wannabe, um, like Fox contributor, like, you know, young Republican kind of dude. And everybody, everybody started dunking on him so hard and like adding him into, into DM groups, like leftists, right. like trying to radicalize him. They're like, over the past couple of weeks, his bio has slowly changed where it's like, you know, Republican pro-Zionist, like Republican, also I'm Jewish, uh, like Democrat, like uh, Republican turned Democrat, like former Republican, <laughs> current Democrat. And then just today he's like, Bernie Sanders is going to be president. And we're like, Harry oh, Jerry, all right. I was going to you know? say. No, and he's like, I mean. He's going to get banned like, tomorrow. He's yeah. going to go too far. <laughs> right. That's right. You know, I, I don't necessarily Hands trust off my it. Harry Cherry. <laughs> That'll be the new t-shirt. I mean, that was if you the, sell that, you owe me money. And the, yeah, and that was the joke for the longest time was like, everybody would just respond to him over and over again with like, is that really your name? Until he just, he had like most of left Twitter blocked and now he's like going through it, unblocking people. So, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't could know it be a grift? I only time will tell. Yeah, only time will tell. <laughs> my, my guess is that yes. My guess is that this is a grift and he's taking a bunch of leftists for a ride. He's like, he's going to like inveigle himself within, within a bunch of like leftist DM groups and then like he'll publish a big ex. It's going to be like some James Damore shit. This is why I don't fuck with this kid. Do you remember that account that was like Sharif Patel that was like a blind person who was pro-Trump at first? Uh, they were blind and Muslim oh, yeah. and pro-Trump. Well, that's the perfect and then Trump they supporter. blind Muslim, <laughs> like part of the resistance. Right. And, and it's like, dude, I'm sure that there's a way for blind people to be used in Twitter, but it just seems weird that you're the one that's beating me to these, like, Donald Trump tweets. And stuff <laughs> right. It's yeah. so funny because there's a famous yeah. story about Donald Trump where he went into the elevator at Trump Tower and he was like, why does this button have bumps on it? And they were like, oh, that's Braille so that blind people can use yeah, the elevator. Right. Get that shit like, off my elevator. Yeah, he was like, blind people aren't allowed in this elevator. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not going to ever happen. Like, take this trash out. And he's like, sorry, it's the law. And he was like, fucking goddamn right. laws. I'm going to run for president I'm gonna someday. Run, I'm going to run for president and undo the yeah. ADA. When I'm president, the blind, they will never have any idea where they are. Right. They will They will rue the day that they put bumps in my elevator. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Speaking of Donald Trump, that's a that's a reasonable place to transition into uh, looking at our Omaha World Herald from just today. I love your um, new reading the newspaper. Yeah, well, um, you know, my, my friend I've been seeing with reads the newspaper every day, and it is it, it's still a fun way to get your information. Uh, I'm not going to read this entire article. Right I'm just going to read the uh, Twitter. Just going to read the headline, topics. but. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, can't. <laughs> you could do that, but like, you know. It, uh, it's amazing for local news. I subscribe. Sure. I do. I do, even though they're um, compromised by Franklin. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Agree? <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, we're still talking about the trade dispute and Nebraska farmers costing, costing Nebraska farmers nearly $1 billion. Which, uh, I don't know, is there anything new to say about this? Am I wrong from last week that... We're going to get to the point where there's like a dollar amount you can slap on how badly Great Plains farmers are getting fucked over by all this, where they're finally going to go like, eh, I don't know if I'm down to vote for Trump again. Are they well, you, for, I feel like they're talking about it, but they don't understand really what is causing it. Yeah. And that people on the right are obviously trying to scuttle that information and make them confused. Yeah, for sure. Although again, this is on the this is the uh the top headline on today's Omaha World Herald. And you know that a lot of I don't oh know, God. like old people are reading this. Well Absolutely. But the World Herald, like mo a lot of people in Omaha actually think it's too far left, even though it's one of the most <laughs> conservative one hundred percent. Yeah, too far left be like, well, yeah. we're reporting that, you know, this trade war is not doing great for farmers. Like, <laughs> right. yeah. The bias is just out it's, of control. It's, Seriously. It's too far left when you read the uh, like the public pulse like right in oh, part God. of the newspaper. The and worst. it's like they went through and just found like the worst of the dumbest fucking like conservative <laughs> Facebook comments and just curated them for, you know, like a good for spread print. of topic. You know? I actually just read it yesterday from yeah. Sunday and there was a guy just complaining about people trying to blame only Republicans for everything that's going on. Right. And he was mm -hmm. like, it, the only point was like he felt offended for being made fun of. 
It was sad. <laughs> oh, oh, was that Red Stevens? No, it was <laughs> there was a guy I remember one I read recently where the guy was like, Everyone's attacking Ben Sass for like not doing his job as a senator and like going on book tour. But you know who else went on book tour? Barack Obama. <laughs> What's up now? Libs. <laughs> right. Owned. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that is one of my favorite uh, attacks that conservatives will take and be like, oh, you're opposed to separating migrant families? Barack Obama did that. And it's like, okay, I'm sorry, I want you to walk me through your logic here. Like, A, do you think that I think that it's okay that Barack Obama did it and not Trump? <laughs> do you think that it's bad that Obama did it and it's bad that Trump did it? Right. In which case, we don't disagree that it's bad that Trump is doing it. Or... Mm-hmm. Are you saying that it's good when Trump does it and it's good when Obama did mm-hmm. it? In which case, why are we talking about this? And why were you being so, well, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, why were you being such a dick? We're just saying you should have voted for Jill Stein. You know, if you <laughs> right. were being a principled, if you were making a principled stand, you should have voted for Jill Stein. It's were the you only in my forward. ballot booth? Well, no, just kidding. <laughs> I All right, not. What else, what else <laughs> do we have in the newspaper here? We had, uh, so, uh, Columkill, St. Columkill. Oh, yeah. The church right here in Papillion. I didn't realize it was that church. Yeah, neither did I. This kind of blew up on Twitter today, and I kind of recognized the church, but yeah, no, right here on the, right here on the front page. Armed security officers to protect St. Columkill students at mass. So they have a daily mass. It's a Catholic school, and they're going to put plain clothes off duty cops. No, wait. You, it said armed security. So is oh that, no, they yes, said it's plain clothes. They said plain clothes, yep. off duty police, police officers yep. or security officials or whatever. Police or uh, I mean, Omaha whoever. Police? They're probably dudes who go to the parish, right? And they just say, "Well, hey, I'm sure. going to be at church anyway." Right. And you know, I'm always strapped, hundred yep, percent every right. day. Right. Got to you know be prepared in case the infidels rise up. Yeah, that's you right. never know. Yeah, I mean, is, is there anything other to say about that than just, this what? is where we are now. We're just going to have armed, plainclothes, off-duty cops in Catholic schools during the day. How so much that, money? I believe we should arm all priests, actually. Well, I... For real, how much money <laughs> yeah. does... Arm the priests? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> They've got the frocks. You could just make them with oh, the dude, little straps inside. Who knows inside. what they got underneath? Oh, dude. <laughs> they would be like, just like, all right, you're going like to... Like a Robert put, Rodriguez yeah. movie. You're going to have to put some shit in this. like Boondock Saints 2 or something? Like, this must have happened say. in some movie. <laughs> yeah. Sister Act would have been way cooler, you know? I mean, you could... Just all clergy. More or, le- more or less what Neo was wearing in the Matrix when he goes into right. that, like, lobby. Yeah, just put the little long... white square there. And exactly, you're done. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So more guns, please. But, I mean, I, I'm glad that they came out and that they said they were doing it because you know this has already been happening for years, Probably. right? These afternoon oh, cops yeah. were already there. They were already strapped just being like, yo. Looking for some abortion doctors. Right. In case any sure. of these yeah. post-birth <laughs> abortionists yeah, yeah. come in and they try to post-birth abortion yeah. this whole congregation, Yikes. I'm prepared. Don't worry about it. Right. I've got it on lock. That's right. And so I'm glad they finally come out and said, like, this is legit happening. Like, I'm glad they admitted it. That's a step in the right direction. But just think of the, uh, you know. How much am- money to keep somebody on salary? Dude, I mean. Uh, they're probably not paying them salary. No, sure no, 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 no. I'm sure they're I mean, making bank. I didn't mean yeah. salary. I meant uh, just uh, available. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they exactly. just tell, they tell them, like, you can tithe 9% instead of mm-hmm. 10% yeah. and we'll call it even. Well, I mean, the great. thing That's is, like, they, I think in, in a lot of, uh, I'm, I'm not sure about the Catholic Church, but certainly if, uh, like, the evangelical churches decided to do this, They'd have more than enough people who would just be glad to volunteer. Oh, absolutely. I have guns. Yeah, I don't so, have anything to do. I mean, most, right. of your, most of your, like, Southern Any Baptist excuse. churches or whatever, like, already run mostly on volunteer labor anyway. So, you know, I'm sure, you know, just a bunch of, like, retirees in your community, which is, I mean, that's absolutely what we want, right? It's, right. like, a bunch of uh, trigger-happy, like, older guys, probably ex-vets who are, like, super hardcore uh, religious bigots. Right. Um, wandering around with guns around your kids. Uh, I'm just, what, what the fuck could go wrong? I'm just waiting for when they're doing the Stations of the Cross and the guy comes up to like whip Jesus and he's like, well, that was that was a pure self-defense. You know, <laughs> right. I'm well within my rights to take that whipper down. He was about to whip the Lord. Okay, We can't have that on these church grounds. <laughs> doing Jesus Christ Superstar and then just yeah, kill, kill the Pontius Pilate guy. <laughs> he came out with blood on his hands. <laughs> 
Uh, well, you know, uh, in the meantime, you know, if we do need gun control, uh, uh, Ben Shapiro wanted us to know that the left has discovered a brand new method of enacting its agency. Instead of trying to take over the government, it is just petitioning the corporatocracy to do its bidding. That's right, everybody. Boycotts are the new weapon of the left, and Walmart has caved to it. Hmm. Was anybody boycotting Walmart? No, no. That happened? No. I think <laughs> Walmart was boycotting right. so, yeah, being so the ground Walmart zero Walmart was like, shootings. we'll stop selling one or two types of right. ammunition. Like, yeah. what a what a sea and change. And ask you to not carry guns, yep. but not enforce. Yeah, because who, who did say you can't? Uh, open carry. Was it Kroger stores, I think, said, like, we're not going to allow open carry. I mean, lots of stores have said yeah. that. And also, like, that's probably just a good best practice for right. really any yeah. public I don't, gathering I don't place. I mean, like, if you're just going to be walking around strapped, you know, they don't necessarily want to wait till you open fire to be like, you know, sir, that's actually not appropriate. In right. This yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what exactly. all these gun nuts want, though. Yep. Yep, they just to want to be able to be. Yeah, they want to live in Red like, Dead Redemption online, <laughs> <laughs> where just people are capping you, Whoa. just no matter what. You're just trying to mosey on to the store, right? And <laughs> yeah. they just want to just start, you know, some gang. They warfare. didn't even allow that shit in the old west. That's literally what the gunfight of the OK Corral yes. was about. Was Wyatt Earp and the you know the rest of his brothers went to go and collect the guns from all of these dudes who were carrying guns illegally in town. That was, like, in the city limits, See, much less, like, going into a This is what store. happens when you start stealing the guns. When you start right. grabbing the guns, that's just going to lead to violence. Yeah. You can't be, you can't be <laughs> taking people's guns away. To me, though, most... Man, it's so hypocritical that uh, people like Ben pointed out today, uh, they're so pro free market yeah until the free market decides that they don't yep. like something yeah absolutely um that that uh somebody like ben shapiro yeah does and, like. and in ben shapiro's case it's even more egregious because he himself has tried to lead like boycotts of various courses oh, like he, he tried to he tried to get something going against uh ritz crackers because <laughs> they advertised on um, it was like Cornell West's radio show or something like that. Um, uh, because like, so, cause Cornell West had referred to white people as crackers like fucking 30 years ago or something like that. It's like, Dude, Ben. Like, Ben, That's like, a legal product placement. Yeah, we need yeah. to boycott. And, and he'll bitch about, like, he, he had this whole series of tweets where it's like, okay, if you don't know that there's a difference, I can't even do the voice or like talk as quickly as he can. Uh, but he, he'll say like, it's one thing to disagree with the corporation uh, because you disagree with the corporation's politics. It's also not okay for him to people for people to protest like Chick Fil A because the actual corporate goddamn line is like we try to discourage you know like same sex marriage mm -hmm. and stuff like that. You know, so he's absolutely like the dumbest person who everybody seems to think is smart. We got a we got a timeout from our from yes. our producer. We'll be right back. Yes, we'll take a break. <laughs> What's happening? Downtown's under attack. People are getting killed. We have to get out of here. And right now, we need to leave. Leave? I'm supposed to be getting married in 39 days, Dad. People are dying just two miles away. Go! Daddy! Sophie, go! Go, get out of here! Run! It's chaos. It's anarchy. You know your little family dream? Three meals a day, and kids, and bedtime prayers? It's over. Adapt or die. Brandon, you think uh, you and I are gonna have to do get Connor back on the show and watch this new Kevin Sorbo movie about fighting Antifa? That looks so good. <laughs> fighting so... Antifa. Yeah, yeah. So uh, for anybody who didn't see this, um, it's the the film is called The Reliant, and it is Reliant. It's a Kevin Sorbo movie made by the same studio that made uh, Jerusalem Countdown, which you remember from a previous episode. God's not also, dead. One, God, two, three, God's four, not five, dead. Six, seven, All eight, of the God's nine. not dead movies. Um, and this is about how, um, basically, like, in a world where, uh, like, liberals have, like, outlawed guns, like, only outlaws will have guns. And by outlaws, they mean, like, good, God-fearing, like, Christian families who store up their guns. So, this trailer is absolutely bonkers, and I'm sure that we just played it for... Oh, shit. Oh, no. Playing it right now. It's playing on the phone. All right. I'm sure we just played it for the last bump. 
and it's it's basically like Kevin Sorbo defending his family from like he's like what if Antifa was gonna take a yeah run? right it's like I would never yeah let that happen. yeah Antifa <laughs> is like blowing everything up like Kevin Sorbo has to run over like a protester in the street with his car right it, it pictures a lot of these like actors like firing guns in the air like in Point Break you are know? they actually called Antifa in the preview or is it just no no not you're not in the belief. yeah okay. just just okay. uh okay. just assuming that mm-hmm. you know the people who make these movies they're well it's they're simple no, they're just like people with like dressed in black <laughs> dressed wearing all in black. wearing bandanas mm-hmm. being like oh we'll get those guns right get over here hercules <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's not oh, you know God. they're they're not being portrayed as like you know, like college kids, which is how um, how conservatives tend to portray Antifa. Um, it's like a bunch of like, obviously, I, I mean, the, the only people who act in these movies are, are like the same gun guys that they're talking about, like being the stars of these movies, right? <laughs> so it's like these like 50 Civil War reenactors. Like, Can you imagine being an unruly murderous mob? And they're like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, actually, actually yeah. I'm method acting that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, so God. what do you think? We're we're gonna have to do this movie, right? We'll have to watch it and, and give the I'm full very review. Excited for the yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just one of the most overt. I mean, Jerusalem Countdown was pretty bad because that was like all the Islamophobia and and talking about how like you know Iran is actually trying to get like what sleeper if, agents. What like, if the twist of that movie is like Antifa is really being run by Iran? Oh my God! Yeah, I mean, it would <laughs> Sorry, not be spoilers for it, uh, whatever this movie is called. <laughs> what if it was God is Antifa? <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> yeah, it absolutely wouldn't surprise me if it ended up, you know, bringing it back to like the new world order and stuff like that. Because that's what all these movies are about, really. But yeah, this one looked really nice. But in the right. real world, uh, Chuck, you just got back from. You weren't able to join us for the special episode because you were up in uh, Illinois, is that right? I was in Illinois. I was at, camping at the Midwest Left Assembly. Which was a good time. It was really cool. It was kind of like the coolest version of Scout Summer Camp you could think of. (laughs) Nice. And then condense it into a weekend. Yeah, sure. You know, that was pretty much it. So, um, yeah, what what did an average day look like while you were out there? Well, you know, they had workshops and things like Uh that. So, you know, uh, I was only out there, (laughs) first of all... I wasn't sure I was going to be able to get out there because I didn't RSVP in time. The RSVP had shut down and everything. Oh, yeah. So I was like, well, I'll try to make it to the group cooked dinner. Right. Like, so I was trying to DM them on Twitter and trying to DM um, Revolutionary Left and things like that. Yeah, sure. I figure, you know, someone will answer. If not, maybe I'll just drive to Rockford, Illinois and uh, just hang (laughs) Just hang out, you know, and then drive back or something. Or go camping myself. So, but, you know, they uh, they said, yeah, you know, come on out. And <laughs> I was like, okay, well, then tonight I'll just get a hotel because that was what I was thinking anyway. Yeah. I get to the hotel and the guy, you know, it's probably about 10.30 at night or something. Head it's shaved. I was thinking. <laughs> I wasn't thinking anything of it because I just shaved my head. But... He was like, so what? what's your uh, reason for being in town? And I was like... What do you want to know? Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> like, like, Why are you so many questions? I was like, dude, yeah, that is none of your business, bro. Yeah. Um, but I'm in town for the Midwest Left Assembly. <laughs> <laughs> he goes... <laughs> he goes... Oh, so so what is that? I'm like, you know, just some people assembling, um, you know, kind of left. Uh, <laughs> and he goes, you know, there's a mega thing going on in town here. I said, you know. Oh, like, my God. I was like, okay, that's good to know. <laughs> he goes, you know, um, the hotel is actually really booked right now. And I was going to say, um, would you be okay with a room that has a stain on the floor? And I said, I said, what kind of stain? I'm going to need more information. Right. Let's check it out. He goes, oh, you know, it's just wine stain about this big, you know, you know, index finger and thumb. Right. Uh, (laughs) Dark wine. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay. um, I should have asked if I would get a fucking discount, but I didn't. Don't don't pour hydrogen peroxide on it. It will fizz up. Don't don't mind that if that happens. But I'm like dead bolting all the locks on this door. You know. I hung out outside of the room for a long time, like, just, you know, (laughs) 
at a Chick-fil-A parking lot. Well, then I, need to, I, need to back up, I need to back up to a detail that you dropped, which was that you had just shaved your head. Do you yeah. think that this guy thought that you were showing up as like a black skinhead to the MAGA rally? <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. You know, he's, he's one of us. One, see, you know, I've got a black friend. He was like, oh, dude, yeah, you're you're the hired uh, method actor. You know? yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, no, man, you know. like I always wear this black polo shirt with the yellow collars on Absolutely. it. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, it just says proud. It just says proud. <laughs> on my own, you know, um, I'm a but proud man. Thank it's, you it's very much. Proud boys to men. On my right. own. <laughs> they're like, they're like eh, that looks like a cheap knockoff. And Whatever, we've got it. an episode title. Exactly. <laughs> proud boys to men, for sure. No, uh, so I stayed in that shit room. Um, thank you, extended did stay. You, did you survive? <laughs> I did survive that. Spoilers. Then I drove out there, you know, and Tifa, not in Tifa. <laughs> <laughs> Midwest Left Assembly gave me the uh, the directions and stuff. I get there, and there's armed security at at the gate. Yeah, sure. Know? And so, that's how you and at first I would have been weirded out by it, and there were some people that were weirded out by it. But after that <laughs> night with a weirdo hotel guy, I was like, no, I, I'm I'm cool with seeing right. this right now. Yeah. So, you know, they let me in, and they asked me, uh, you know, what group I was with, and I was like, group, yeah. Liquid flannel. Yeah, that's right. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I put it on my. Uh, oh my shit! He badge. totally did. And corn belt connection coming soon. And uh, <laughs> you know the pronouns oh, and all that. Um, We're gonna make that the uh, the episode image also. Just right. put it up there. We'll, we'll blur you, your name out. They made you right. fill out your pronouns, bro. Yeah. Exactly. That's amazing. You know, people these days. How <laughs> bullshit. You know, but I set up camp and everything, and I was actually. Uh, neighbors with somebody that flew in from Philadelphia. There was a lot of Pennsylvania people out oh, there yeah. and yeah. you know from hmm. uh North Carolina even. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's quite, that's a, quite few, a haul. Yeah, exactly. And quite a few Nebraskans and stuff. So right. that was good to see. Uh shout out to Raventron because that was uh my neighbor there. Hell Hook, yeah. Hooked it up with the Jack Daniels, the whole you know, the whole camera nice, and everything. Nice. But, you know, there were tons of workshops. Uh, I won't go into the detail of all of the workshops I went to because some of them, you know, it was uh, sensitive. We, we want to. Yeah, absolutely. we're going to fucking maintain our, our comrades OPSEC. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but absolutely. Whatever you can tell us. Sure. You know, I can tell you, you know, the PDF of the whole schedule and everything is on Twitter. But, yeah. you know, um, it was it was hosted by Horizontal State Line and Organization for a Free Society. Also, um one of the ones that I was really excited for, and it was the first one that I went to, was Revolutionary Christianity, Christianity uh, Christian Socialism and Communism. Oh, hell yeah. And yeah, I mean, the right. guy was writing a book and <clears throat> talking. Like Antifa Pope bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. um, the video of it, I actually can link to it if, if he sent it to the email I gave him or whatever. But, yeah. Um, you know, just talking about uh, the Marxist passages in the Bible supporting the idea that Jesus sure. was more of a Marxist, the historical Jesus um, versus, you know, what. Yeah. Well, shoot. I mean, you were American you were, right. Yeah, right. You were, you were on the you were on the episode that we did, you know, just what, like a month ago or so about yeah. pretty much exactly that same thing. So I, I can see that. Which 17 great. years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, in podcast years, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um on Sunday morning, they had a Red Star worship and everything, and you know, played some uh, Christian Marxist sounding tunes. And uh, all that's that pretty kind of cool. Stuff, you know? it was so, the yeah. Soundtrack to Hair. Right, exactly. You now, know, that what, was so Marxist. What town was this in? Well, it was near Rockford. Okay. Um, um, did you get a sense of like, did they organize the the thing? And then the MAGA Chuds decided to also be there that weekend. Did the I, MAGA Chuds organize the thing and the dude, leftists decided to show up? Or was it just... That seems like a wild coincidence for a town that I've never heard of. Well, I have no idea. I mean, this was advertised on Twitter. And sure. it was also, you know, the revolutionary left. Most of the people, when you asked, you know, how you knew about going to this, it was like Rev Left Right. Uh, yeah, Because sure. they had an episode dedicated specifically to it. Right. But, um, so, you know, it's, it's the whole internet nerd game, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, you know, and Antifa's got people infiltrating, you know, the right, oh, and, yeah. and the right have people infiltrating the left. Yeah. I mean, people were acting under the assumption that 
there were infiltrators out there the whole time. So right. everyone's being cautious about sure. You know, information you, you didn't run into like, like James O'Keefe or uh, <laughs> everyone like, was just pointing. I didn't, guns I didn't at see anyone wearing a polka dot. Yeah, was, yeah, like outfit. the fucking no. Kent State gun girl is out no. there wearing like <laughs> yeah. her fake horrible dreadlocks. <laughs> right, it was like that episode of The Office. Everyone just had guns, <laughs> right, at all times. Right, all exactly. Times. Just you in know. case. But they had, you know, that's um, the future the left wants. <laughs> right, you know, aeroponic gardening. You know, oh hell yeah, seminar yeah. That you know, sure, um, all sorts of uh, community resiliency stuff. I would imagine, right? Yeah, um, sure. Black anarchism. Oh, you know, cool. They had a yeah a thing on that as uh-huh. well. Did you get to do your post-apocalyptic podcasting seminar? No, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> next year that's what it's going to be. Hell yeah. Podcasting for life. Very tightly. Hey, there was one about the meme wars, I think. Um, sure. As well. Uh, My so, father fought in the meme wars. Did he? <laughs> He's a veteran. God bless him. You know, tell he him was thank- a great man. A yeah. great man. <laughs> it said, uh, strategic- but unfortunately, he filled the, he filled the magazine. <laughs> he got taken by a red <laughs> <laughs> the, the seminar is called Strategic Autonomy and the Meme Wars to Come. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> no, no, like future that. meme wars. <laughs> Those are going to be bad. Dude, I, you know, I used to be a leftist like you, but then I took a griper to the knee. The, the, the uh, forever meme wars and stuff. You know? <laughs> it's going to be like we're going to be fighting meme wars on two fronts. You know? <laughs> well, you know. If, if the meme wars are going to be the wars of the future, I have confidence that America will win. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I Stop mean, <laughs> right. I don't know, man. The, the Chinese are real good at TikTok. Australians, right? too. I mean, they uh, make, you know, I mean they've, got, they've got that one. Uh, did you guys all see, like, the super badass guy who, like. Oh, he like, cuts all the bricks in half? Yeah, cuts the bricks in half, but then, like, he makes himself a drink where it's like, I'm going to pour half of this beer in here, chug the other half, like, <laughs> light my liquor on bro, fire, whatever. like, pour something else in there. Light my finger on fire with the liquor and light my cigarette, <laughs> blow that out, throw that liquor in there, crack an egg in there, and then chug the entire thing. It's called the but, gig economy. Right. <laughs> I will say that uh, having Boy Scout skills made me feel cool out there. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, well, you know, Chuck, uh, I, yeah, I think that's, yeah. I think that's pretty interesting because, uh, you know, we had a, a nice conversation on Twitter one day about how um, one of the things that the left is kind of falling behind on is... Um, like survival and community resiliency sort of education, like meaning sort of stuff. Um, like there really should be a whole bunch of different channels on YouTube that are like comrade owned and organized, you know, producing stuff like here's how you organize a, a tenants union. Here's how you organize a community garden. Here's how you, uh, you know, you could start doing like well, basic like canning and there. preparing and yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. But, but in terms of like a mass audience, cause I, sure. like how, how many people were out at the, out of the conference, would you say? I, I don't want to say hundreds. It was probably 150 or okay. more. Um, yeah. But like the, um, the Chicago, there's a, t- a tenants union in Chicago and uh-huh. they had a bunch of information out yeah. there. So a lot of it was probably Midwest oriented, but you definitely could put together a national thing and pull from different regions. Right. Stuff, totally. You know, yeah. I but, mean, you really do like need a central hub for, cause right. but without a doubt, uh, all of the people who would make the time to go to this kind of event are the kinds of people who are going to, um, you know, can carry on that information in their communities right. and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but also, you know, the reach is relatively small as compared to like doing mass media sort of messaging on that kind of oh, thing. Man. You know, you know, what we should do is we should create the left scout handbook. Oh yeah. And do, like, you know, take the skills, the wilderness survival mm-hmm. skills, identifying, you know, plants and animals. Fuck, out. yeah. No. You know, I thought you were going to say the Antifa News Network, a new 24-hour no. news network. <laughs> A&N News, I could be the anchor. See, that's the thing. You know, Liquid Flannel ends up generating all these fucking ideas because the last time we had John Levin on, he was talking about, like, how we need to get, like, just a radio station together and just grab like people's podcasts. You could easily fill in 24 hours a day of media and just like blast it on your cheapest frequencies in like a bunch of big cities. And then people would be hearing stuff like, you know, liquid flannel and fucking struggle session. And like the fucking street fight guys are already broadcasting like three hours a week and stuff. Like and that. just It'd be Taylor Swift albums, like whatever. You yeah, totally. There, you no, know? no. I mean, you could, you could have like your music block of a bunch of comrades getting out there, you know, and yeah, basically, Swift, the voice of the you know, um, a lot of the advert, like just fill in whatever ads, like these leftist podcasts were doing with like their Patreon. And then in between shows, like find like various, 
like unions and stuff who want to buy like cheap ad time because like broadcasting time can't be that expensive, right? So do that. Um, in the meantime, like get you know, I I'm in favor of not just writing like the Left Scouts handbook, but like actually getting the Left Scouts going. Right. You know, like new new like children's organization for like we're going to teach you all of these skills, but also instead of it being all about like patriotism and like adherence to like your religious convictions, convictions. It would be <laughs> that was a Freudian slip, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it would be you know the the guiding principles would be things like you know the the importance of community and communalism and like collective action and things like that. You know, right. start raising our kids. Start raising our kids red. You know, and bring them up as like the next you know the next little cadre of of comrades. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How many kids? Did you I'm not going to. Yeah did, yeah. yeah. did anyone bring any kids? I was going to say, you know, uh, actually, you know, out there for sure. Yeah. Know, we were smuggling them like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, that left us for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <money> somehow. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're making children money. Hillary Clinton like, stopped by, just walked out of the forest in a cardigan. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just chilling in the trafficking. Do you remember that viral story that was like, I was just going for a walk in the woods and then Hillary was there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so right. beautiful. It was so good to see her out there breathing. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, no, but it was kind of a family-oriented thing. You, know, yeah. you weren't supposed to be bringing... The beep beep lettuce or any of that, right? Stuff. Yeah, know, but, uh, <laughs> but there were a few comrades that were able to uh, collaborate in certain safe spaces. It's just like yeah, sure. That right. sounds right. Very <laughs> it does, it does um, <laughs> right. I can't wait till next year. I'm definitely going. That's that cool. Awesome, yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah, really and was. I think you know, and I was talking about it with uh, with uh, my neighbor there, and it was just like we should. They should do local ones of these. Yeah, know, totally. Every state and stuff. You yep. Know, so yeah. It's literally just us all camping out, bringing food, but then, you know, kind of sharing skills and mm-hmm. action. So I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Plenty yeah. of space in my backyard for a couple tents. Next year, 2020, <laughs> the Bren Dome. Yeah. We're doing this. Was it a. All the Midwest. Would you say it was. Uh, Neighbors will love you. Closet space <laughs> available. Was it, was it very uh, highly, like, centrally organized, or was it mostly just people showing up and deciding to run. I mean, were there were there like event coordinators there? Well, I mean, yeah, there there was the uh, organizers and the planners. Uh, the press. Uh-huh. Ex- uh-huh. No, right. Uh, you know, <laughs> I was going to say the anarchists must have been shitting themselves. <laughs> you know, Rev Left did a lot of organizing and um, amplifying of the message for sure. Yeah, uh, a lot of the workshops and sessions were already planned uh, well in advance, but sure. then they did also have. Um, um, some impromptu ones that sure. you could just sign up and say, hey, I want to have a discussion yeah. about this. Yeah. So, the impromptu scrap you know, tournament. Right, exactly. <laughs> you could know, do it all. Um, and then they had live mu- music. They had a local band come in, or a couple local bands come in. Right. Um, <laughs> one of them, you know, the first band, uh, the lead singer and was also the guitar player and the drummer, and he drummed a snare drum and a bass drum while playing guitar and singing. Nice. And they had another guitar. What? and a bass. Not possible. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, called Go Go Torpedo. But, uh, and then, you know. I have so, three ukuleles. Watch out next year. Right, exactly. You know. Brendan's going to go out like Bert and Mary Poppins, like the one man band with like right. the symbols between his knees. And like yeah. when he like pulls this elbow Watch out, it like honks a horn. Right. It, it, no, it was Go Go Torpedo and then Manic and Torso. And then after that, um, Someone plugged in their phone or their laptop and started DJing, and these guys that were going to perform the next night a hip hop set, they just started freestyling. Damn. And I was like, this is pretty cool. I'm going to go to bed, though, and I'm, you know, going back to the tent. And it's like, you know, they're like, guys, you know, we didn't write any of this. We're just freestyling. This is straight from the dome. Fuck the police! <laughs> and they just keep yelling that. And it was like, you know, I was like, ah, uh, nice camp lullaby. You know, I'm, I'm falling asleep to kids screaming, fuck the police. And can, you, I, you know. can you imagine after a dude played the guitar and the drums and right. sang at the same time that you were just like, wait, wait until I plug my laptop aux cable in. Oh, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm about to dead. see some real music. Shit. I'm about to kill him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, there was a band in between, so, you know, people were well over it by then, you know, but no. Oh, shit. Good That's stuff. awesome, dude. For sure. For sure. 
Well, uh, yeah, I guess before we uh, before we wrap up, um, Andrew, you also have been uh, super busy over the weekend. In oh, fact, man. you deigned to be with us tonight instead of doing, I think you said your uh, 17th no. uh, <laughs> fantasy football draft? Only only six this year. Okay. And uh, right when you started, I drafted my kicker and I was done. That was it. <laughs> That's it. Hubble was a good kicker. How's the kicker crop? Was it Zerline? The kickers don't matter. No one, no, no. He went, the in, most he went in the first round. <laughs> well, of know. course he did. You know, UNO power for sure. Exactly. <laughs> Last Omaha. NFL UNO player. Yeah. Are you feeling pretty good about it? We don't know anything about football on the show. No, collectively. I know. We just what? said things about football just now, and you did, it, did, it didn't even. It like, didn't exactly. It didn't it didn't really your brain. <laughs> That's how off the radar you are. <laughs> but keep going. Yes. <laughs> no, I had six, and um, yeah, it's like a game. Gamble. Go in there, try to win two. If I win yeah. two, I win my money back, and then <laughs> whatever. It's fun. It's anyway. It's just an excuse to keep in touch with people. So yeah. Sure. Well, no, I, that's awesome. The reason, our podcast. the reason I wanted <laughs> the reason I wanted to bring it up was because uh, you and I had a conversation um, that would have been what was that Sunday night? I think that was that was like one of your big drafts, uh, and we were talking about that's the one. The, that's the one. But that's the one big draft. That's okay. our high school classes. Okay. Like, well, you and I had a good conversation that night about you know we were talking about like the lack of a like a shared mythology like holding our society together, and you were you were positing that like things like fantasy football can do that. You know? Guess oh what? I don't remember this. <laughs> no, I, know, <laughs> right, I, right. I know that you don't remember surprise, it, but I know the surprise, thoughts are still. Kingdom <laughs> of the Patriots will save the <laughs> You're willing to put your reputation on that one? Uh, I don't recall. <laughs> I, that was a long, long day. Right. Um, I thought you were going to say long, long time ago. <laughs> well, but, I mean, what do you think about that? Lots then? I mean, I'll, 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 I know that those thoughts are still locked up in your brain, so I'll, I'll put sure. it to you again, right? That um, Assuming that we live in a society that is, is ailing partially because we have like kind of a lack of a shared identity and like lack of a shared goal, you know, does it make sense to find it in place? You know, we used to find it maybe in um, community or particularly in church or something like that. And people like those old mythologies have kind of fallen away, you know, but these days like people do find that sort of uh, camaraderie and like shared interests and shared mythology in yes. things like, Sports, especially when you're engaging, you know, to the level of like taking multiple days out of your out of your schedule over yeah. a, over a long weekend to like do football. And stuff. I I do remember this uh, to a point. That's the that was the reason that I set up this league. Uh, what ten or eleven years ago? Yeah, was and we were talking about this. Is that there's I mean there there are guys that are in my league that I consider some of my best friends of my entire life. I see him once a year. <laughs> it's on that draft day yeah. and that's it. And then um, everybody's going about their own goals or whatever, not paying attention to like the same stuff. We don't even have yeah. things to communicate about necessarily anymore because people we pretty much hate each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Stand there and just yell at each other that day. Um, but I don't know. But you don't become don't enemies have, uh, because you've at least right. got this one thing that you've got in common. Exactly. That is yeah. uh, keeping us yeah. together in a, in a good way. <laughs> well, uh, and, and Chuck, I mean, you were telling telling us earlier today that um, you and our friend Mac um, from uh, Left Coast Media um, have been talking about maybe doing a, a similar sort of discussion about, um, you know, like football. And you know, you, like, oh, you mean the true left of sport? Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, yeah. We've we've talked about it. Yeah, no, I, I think I think I, <laughs> I, I agree. With, I agree with you that soccer is the true leftist sport, but I think that more leftists in America like baseball. So that's why that's why I pull your leg about that. Right. But those are the leftists that didn't play a true leftist sport growing <laughs> up. <laughs> But yes, no, I, I understand. So yeah, no, uh, Mac and I are kind of, you know, we've been talking about this for a little while now and uh, we're starting to kind of flesh out the details, yeah. especially in terms of, you know, handling labor issues and sure. things like that. Yeah, totally. And, um, and also just kind of what clubs tend to symbolize. I mean, there's still politics in, you know, um, NFL and clubs. And, sure. Um Probably even baseball clubs as well. I'm actually surprised you think baseball still above football because football is still the number one sport. I think they're 
I mean, but, oh, I just mean in terms of like what the left see, is. Right. No, 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 I agree. Because right. the NFL is I know a communist, uh, communist regime about <laughs> team equality. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Totally. No, 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 no. But um, when it. when they when everybody threatened to leave because of the people kneeing and whatever, the the ratings actually grew because of that. Right. Um, yeah. I think people are attracted to that. I think whether they. Anyway, well, that, I mean, that, was just part of that, that was part of the discussion we were having on Sunday night too. Was that yeah. um, you know the the argument that uh, you know a lot of people will say like I don't want politics in my sports, and you were drawing a distinction between like I don't want the act of watching my sport to be political, but the sports are very political. And I was yeah. saying that like sure. I'm not sure you can separate them out that easily because you know when. When say the league, say the say the fucking like baseball commissioners make like Definitely. a one hundred percent like anti union argument, then just the act of attending <laughs> no. a baseball game is like breaking solidarity. That's a political act in and of itself. They are so political on paper and everything that they do behind the scenes, and it's infuriating. And sometimes it's very hard to even be a fan. But the reason that people watch sports, or at least I do, and I think I I am the consensus reasoning but um i'm trying to forget everything else that's shitty that sucks out yeah there sure that i yeah. like i'm wa- <laughs> i'm watching this stupid game because i'm trying to not think about that stuff yeah so you know escape from reality escapism a little bit yep uh, but if you follow closely that's impossible well 100 percent you know well, I think it's I think it's super interesting, and um, you know, as these uh, as these seasons kind of like go into, maybe we'll talk about it a little bit more. But uh, we have run this segment yes. all the way to to empty. We got to stop and fuel up. So let's take a little break. We'll uh, come back and bring everyone out on a high note. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. That was probably one of my favorite non-sports games. Yeah. So it was like that game, <laughs> Jet Grind Radio, and Crazy Taxi. Yeah. I guess Gauntlet. Maybe Double Dragon. Sure. Okay, I had a few. Yeah. But Michael Jackson the was Golden Axe. Were you ever a Golden Axe player? Yeah. Golden Axe 3 or something? All Dude, three. he was... Hell yeah. Michael Two Jackson was, was saving the children in that game. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. And spray, you know, he didn't shoot guns, but he sprayed that magic dust or whatever. That fairy dust. I like dust. that. Oh, yeah. Second and third player were also Michael Jackson in that game. Yes. <laughs> but they so you could have had a different color. Suit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm the were red Michael Jackson. Right. I'm the red one. Were they different outfits or were they just the same outfit in different colors? Same. It was the same outfit. It was the same. <laughs> same. Oh, that's such a shame. Yeah, it was a tuxedo, but with the. Oh, because he could put in like the thriller outfit. You could almost put like in the a bad outfit. No, there was a white one, black one, and maroon one. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> but three player game. The, yeah, the rare, it was the rare three-player sixteen. Well, three on, on three Sega players. Genesis, you could only play two. Players. Right, okay. I'm, I'm talking about the arcade system. version. Oh, I think okay. they right. took Absolutely. away one player. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> still though, you're right. Three players in an arcade game is pretty strange. But the I just yeah. loved that it was some good hits, but the MIDI file version of it, mm. and it was just it's, that, that is, was that that is oh, yeah. true. That MIDI for Smooth Criminal. Yeah. Remember when he awesome. uh, wrote all the music for Sonic Three and did was, not? Did he really? Wait, yes, he did. I he did not get credited because he fought with the producers about it after the fact. Because I thought Sonic was always uh, that Japanese band Dreams Come True. Yeah, sure. I I swear. I, oh we're, yeah, we're gonna have to no, no, no. up. But yeah, Sonic yeah. Three, Michael Jackson wrote all the music and then did not accept credit for it after. Yeah, Why would like, he, he not? wrote some of the music, but then he got into like a argument with Sega about something yeah. royalties about I contribution or royalties or something like that is it beyond uh, Alexa's scope can we yell at Alexa like hey Alexa like tell us the history <laughs> of Michael Jackson struggle writing or not writing the music for Sonic the Hedgehog it's all 3. on the internet yeah just research it right you gotta research yourself <laughs> on this one dude well think about it like in the early 90s so he's a big Sonic fan he's a big Simpsons fan yeah and he just like talks to those people and he's like hey 
What can I do? <laughs> well, you remember he was on The Simpsons. And that was the worst Michael voice, Jackson impression ever. In that like one Who's <laughs> Next episode, and he was uncredited, and he for the longest time like refused to admit that that he did yeah. this or whatever. Yeah, That's sure. what happened with Sonic Three until like I think it was like five or ten years ago. Uh, they were finally like, all right, he did it. <laughs> Well, that's cool. Well, everybody, we've gotten to that part in the the show where we've got to talk about high notes. So Chuck's, <laughs> Chuck's looking case. it up. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> Chuck's Chuck's looking up the the uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson and Sonic Three connection for us. Um, who wants to go first, Brendan? What's what's your high note for this week? Oh, what is my what is my high note this week? There's we so talked many, about a couple of them. There's so many high notes. Jacob Wool made everybody's day today. Oh, that was oh, that please, was great. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, Chuck's Chuck's camping trip. I finished the furniture refinishing project. Oh that yeah, I was working on and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a yep. uh, it's a real labor of love out there. <laughs> I got a new tree swing. Right, the swing is dope too. Yeah, it it is. I'm this too is not old just, for that. You, but you're picturing you're picturing like a regular tree swing or maybe a tire swing, but it's not. This is like. This is like this big hoop, like big uh, solid hoop with like four ropes coming down, Thanks, and there's like a uh, like a hemp rope kind of trampoline in the middle of it. So you can like you can lay on this thing, you can sit cross legged and meditate on it. You can stand up like I did today and like really get it going. Yeah, it's a nice. I'm one. going places. <laughs> All right, Brennan, that's pretty good. What do you? What about you, Andrew? What was your What was your high note for this week? Personal one. Cause it's Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the greatest. This was the greatest weekend. It's week. Wednesday. I know. Whatever. We're at. We're past it. <laughs> uh, but the beginning of fall. Um, seeing friends. Like yeah. I don't know. This is just my favorite time of the year. Period. This has been my favorite week. Like the fact that Matt's here right now. It's been super fun. I know. Yeah. I never get. To, yeah. I never get to see Matt or Chuck. It's great, yeah, man. Yeah, and we've all gotten to hang out multiple times now. It's been super fun. Yeah, I guess I'll go next. My uh, a thing that we haven't talked about that I also agree with, all of this stuff is great, um, is I went to the zoo yesterday. Hell yeah, tell uh, me about that. Oh, zoo. man, the zoo. with the highlights. The, yeah, the zoo was super fun. So uh, Brendan generously, generously got me and a friend into the zoo yesterday because he's got that really sweet uh, family deal. So... We did like Zoo pretty, Illuminati. We did pretty much the whole thing. And when I say we did the whole thing, I mean we were there for like a good four hours, like just Hit walking. Yep. Can I just tell you when I go there, I have to see everything. There's yeah. no I yeah, can't totally. leave yeah. a place you untouched. Can't even see everything yeah, there. so it's just too much. There's too much. <laughs> we saw just about everything there was. Uh, so I, I hadn't been there in probably like 10 years easy. And so seeing some of the big changes they've made, like they've completely expanded the whole like African Savannah thing. So like all of the, all of the Savannah animals are like mingling with each other and the elephants actually have like a couple of miles that they can walk up and down instead of like the sad little paddock that they used to be in. That was great. Walked all the way up North. Walked around to the new, uh, like, the Asian, uh, it's like the Himalayas exhibit, so, um, saw, like, all the snow cats and, like, the weird, like, I don't know, like, alpine, um, I don't know, herbivores, like, weird deers and stuff like, oh, yeah, yeah, saw saw the fang deer, yeah, totally, yep, yeah, went to the new, uh, the, the ape house that's new since I've been there, so, like, saw all the, you know, the gorillas hanging out, there was a baby gorilla sitting in the nursery, and that was Mm -hmm. super cool, we did not see... The rhinoceros, uh, there was one rhino out there, but the other one, we're like, oh, where's the other fucking rhinoceros? Like, apparently she had a baby on, like, Sunday or something like that. So, she's still in the maternity ward, but that's pretty great. And it's, uh, one of the only, I think this is, like, the, the lesser Indian rhinos, um, ever, ever to be born in captivity. So, it's, like, a really big deal because they're, like, super, uh, super endangered species, so... Um, yeah, it was super fun. We did the kingdoms of the night and the aquarium and the rainforest. And we went to one of the, um, apparently the thing's not IMAX anymore. I swear to God, the last time I was there, the theater, the theater was called IMAX, but now it's called like giant movie theater TM. Close enough. (laughs) You want to pay the license. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but it's a big IMAX screen. So we saw like a movie about. Uh, the the life cycle of a sea turtle narrated by Russell Crowe and it was just fucking amazing of course because it's like the size of a city block and just like the most amazing oh, yeah. like nature photography I've ever seen so 
Uh, yeah, so that was super fun. Thank you, Brandon. Did that he was, come out and he a, was like, you're a sea turtle, Javel. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was, it was him in Gladiator, except instead of like walking through the grain, he's walking through like seagrass, like kicking up a bunch of sand behind him. <laughs> no, it was great. So thank you, Brendan, for uh, for getting us into the zoo. It was a real treat. Anytime, hit me up for uh, zoo passes. I got the hookup. Oh, yeah. Damn, dude. Dude, I literally saw Brendan standing on a corner over by TD Ameritrade with an overcoat. And he just opened it up and he just had zoo passes for days. Every day I got the zoo passes. Hey, buddy. It was scrawled on the the bathroom wall. It's Brendan's got the passes. (laughs) You want to go see a sloth bear? First one's free. I got the old copy of it. All right. Is well, that a drug? No, it's at the zoo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Uh, jokes on you. Sloth bear is actually a new term that the kids are using for. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's me. Uh, that that just leaves Chuck. Chuck, what was your uh, what was your high note this week? Well, um, my high note is that now I can corroborate that Michael Jackson was somehow affiliated with Sonic Three. All right. But, so yeah. So what's the um, story here? Well. <laughs> The, the rest of the story is not a high note, actually, of mine. <laughs> but uh, since you have to know, um, let's see. So, according to uh, this person, Jackson's involvement was terminated following the allegations of Ooh. abuse against him. Oh, no. Him. Oh, no. His music had already been implemented and had to be quickly reworked by Howard Drossen. Wait, had he built things in the music? Into the music about abusing children? No, no, no. What, what, what needs know. to be? What needs yeah, to be that, reworked? That part where it went. You can tell. You can tell what that was. That's that's pedophile code. Yeah. So Sonic co-creator blah 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 said Jackson recorded an acapella demo tape for the game, but that Sega was unable to use the compositions due to various incidents. Whoa. He added that Sega probably still had the demo tape. In an interview with French magazine Black and White, uh, some dude... <laughs> Michael Jackson fan <laughs> So... <laughs> they, they tried calling it bad to begin with, oh, but then nobody bought it because it was just called bad. Right. Exactly. It was... Uh, Do you was, read that bad magazine? You know, like, no, I don't read any bad magazine. In that, in that French publication, Man in the Mirror. <laughs> um, uh, That's just so, GQ. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, stated that Jackson had been involved with some Sonic 3 compositions, but chose to remain uncredited, uncredited because he was unhappy with the sound capabilities of the Genesis. Okay. They lied to you. Oh, know that. Dude, come on. You have to know what a Genesis sounds like. <laughs> I mean, MIDI wasn't that great, but that was the best you had. Right. So. I'm such a big fan of the series and I want to do music for it. Oh, wait, it sounds like Sonic music. Fuck this. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> right. Um... He He also said that the uh, Sonic 3 credits music became the basis for Jackson's 1996 single, Stranger in Moscow. What? Oh, man, we're going to have to listen and compare. This is amazing. Right, right. So, you know, all of that is um, whatever. It's okay. (laughs) uh, Honestly, you know, shout out to uh, Midwest Left Assembly. Shout out to all the organizers with that. That was a great time. Shout out to Raventron, uh, the uh, the neighbor of mine from Philadelphia. Special shout out for sharing that space. Um, definitely a shout out to Horizontal State Line, an organization for free society, and Rev Left Radio. Um, you guys were great. It was great to finally meet y'all, and um, I learned a lot of things out there. So Hell yeah. definitely a high note. Yeah, we need to we need to get the the whole liquid flannel crew out there next year. So folks, uh, do do subscribe to our Patreon. You know, right. Just, I mean, like a couple of bucks a month from between now and next Labor Day, like you can probably you can probably fund a couple of people getting out there. Well, I was rapping y'all, so it's all good. <laughs> Hell yeah! Next care. time, yeah. <laughs> Give me some patches. There's a lot of leather that they could be sewed onto. Anyway. Well, this this has been super fun, guys. I'm so glad that we were able to get together multiple times and uh, record in person. Um, yeah, dude, definitely. You know, we'll be back on the regular schedule next week, but. Um, hopefully I'll be able to get back to Omaha sometime soon. Visit the, the Brendome and, uh, you know, everybody get together. So. The dome's always open. Yeah. <laughs> right. Until I do that, uh, Chuck, what are you, what are you promoing this week? 
Well, you know, just shouting out my uh, Twitter, at Shaggy2Trope, as always. And also, um, you know, keep uh, looking out for Corn Belt. But also, look out for Farm League, which will be a podcast I'm working on. With, oh, you uh, guys got a title already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we haven't checked the Twitter, so this was uh-huh. a horrible oh, idea yeah. to like reveal it now. <laughs> but if we do, I've got plenty of plan Bs. But it's uh, Liquid Flannel's friend, Max. So uh, we're, we're collaborating together, and I'm looking forward to it. We had a great conversation, and it's going to be a great show. Hell yeah. Yeah, we love Mac. And yeah, we're all looking forward to Corn Bell Connection with the... Weird, interesting, like intricate uh, Midwest sort of yeah. stories you're going to be telling on there. So they get yeah. deep for sure. Yeah, nice. <laughs> well, we've also been uh, very pleased to have Andrew back in the studio for us. Thanks, buddy. Um, I'm not going to ask Definitely. you to promo anything. I don't have anything to promo. Well, we're also keeping you anonymous. So. <laughs> uh, promo yeah, so, the NFL. So that works out. Yeah. <laughs> check it out. But uh, hopefully, if uh, if Andrew and I can. <laughs> If Andrew and I can reconstruct enough of the drunken conversation we had uh, a couple of nights ago, we'll have him back on the show in a few weeks for the first of our Spooktober episodes and talking about horror cinema and horror stories generally. So, Friday the 13th, coming up. Yeah. Wait, in September? Yeah. We start in Spooktober super early. next week. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, don't, don't hold us to that. Yeah. Anyway, thanks, Andrew. It's been super fun. Definitely. And, uh, of course, uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are on Twitter at the show is on Twitter at liquid underscore I already flannel. follow you. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, were you? I wasn't. Um, oh, yes. That wasn't to me. I, oh. It actually, it actually was. It is a reminder just, to you. I couldn't, I couldn't remember <laughs> if you were, if you were following me on Twitter at Matt the Great with a W or if you were following Brendan Williams. At, I'm at Brendan Williams with one. Uh, have you got that? Did you, did you write it down this time? Because... I think I already follow everyone. Unfollow <laughs> right. and refollow. Just well, was, I feel like that was a trick for the audience. Well, here's here's the thing. <laughs> One thing I know you're not doing is subscribing to our Patreon, for which you shit. get a bonus oh, episode, shit. a bonus episode every single week. Uh, <laughs> me and Brennan, and sometimes our guests, just continuing the conversation while we edit the show. So, if you're interested in that, just it's just like a dollar a month, folks. Just go to Patreon.com/slash. Liquid flannel show, liquid flannel pod, whatever. It's linked on our Twitter. These dudes are professionals. Yep. <laughs> we, I mean, technically, we're professionals now. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody. And uh, thanks, listeners. We'll see you all next week. Adios. Adios.